It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. You don't know when it's good or bad. You really don't know. Because you don't know what we're trying to do. You really don't know. And the news. You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will. All right, folks. Welcome back. Volume 6, Zach and the Nose Podcast. It's week 11 of the NFL season. We are getting closer to the playoffs of fantasy football, the money weeks, I guess you could say, of fantasy football. And uh, as always, I like to bring in my partner in crime here on Zach and the Nose Podcast. It's the Nose, Spencer, uh, at Spencer Nose on Twitter. If you have anything on Twitter, any questions you want to ask him, any advice you need, any pickups, any anything, you could always ask him on Twitter. And I like to say welcome. To the nose, to the podcast. Nose, how are you, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Zachary? Uh, I'm doing okay, but not as good as you kind of did last week. Lots of nose candy. Nose candy. I guess you could say last week here on the podcast, you gave a lot of good information out last week. Um, You could beat your chest a little bit. I'm going to let you beat your chest a little bit because when you have bad weeks, I'm going to call for nosebleeds and I'm going to rip you for it. But when you have a good week... I let you beat your chest, so go ahead and beat your chest a little bit about some of your picks from last week. Well, it was a wonderful week for us. Um, I feel I had so much nose candy, even Tony Montana couldn't handle it. That's, <laughs> where I, that's what I'm talking about. Say hello to my little friend. It was a wonderful week, and we'll recap it. Um, but first, I wanted to discuss with you the Le'Veon Bell situation. Huge, huge thing that happened uh, this week. Uh, Le'Veon Bell did not show up. For when he needed to show up to play this season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, in my league, I'm in a keeper league, so the first two running backs that were available, or the top dogs, I guess you could say, were Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. So I figured I was in a good place no matter what. I had the number two pick in my draft, so I waited for the first guy to pick. He picked Le'Veon Bell. I was happy with David Johnson. He's not happy right now. Le'Veon Bell did nothing, and he did not do the one rule you should do in fantasy football, especially when you're taking a guy that's injured or having a contract problem, you got to handcuff it with the other guy. And handcuff, James Conner has been one of the best players in fantasy this year. But dive more into the Le'Veon Bell situation and uh, what that's doing for teams and how that's hurting teams right now. This actually brings me to a huge fantasy football pet peeve that I have. Probably my biggest one, and this is what it is. When you guys are setting your drafts, and it's early August, you must put your draft date as close as possible to that Thursday night football game. So this year, what was on September 6th, you have to plan your draft to be from September 1st to September 5th. If you are in a money league and you consider yourself a league or your league is what is a non-amateur league, a league that you say has some machismo, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 500 bucks. It doesn't matter. If you care about your fantasy league, you cannot have your draft three weeks before the NFL season kicks off because you do not have all the information that you need. And that's where luck now comes involved. Le'Veon Bell's situation every day became a little bit more scary. But if you had your draft two weeks before, it was a non-event. He was just holding out. Everyone thought he was playing, Zach. So, yeah, I mean, of course you have to handcuff him with James Conner. But uh, going into a different direction, your league is not legitimate if you're having your draft two to three weeks beforehand. And these Le'Veon Bell disasters could have been avoided a lot more if it was just closer to that Thursday night football. Because you would have 
handcuffed yourself with James Conner if it was closer because you started feeling that tension that something was up. Yeah, and in our league, the guy didn't handcuff. It was unbelievable, and the best team in my league right now has James Conner and got him in like the 14th round. Got him so late in the draft, it was ridiculous, and it ended up being one of his number one players, one of the number one players in fantasy football this season in general. And now handcuffing is something that we could even just use this subject and say, okay, now the playoffs are coming along. And there are players that are on your free agent wire. For example, if you have Todd Gurley, you should be having Malcolm Brown on your team. Now, Malcolm Brown, people are like, who is that? Yes, you, you probably shouldn't know who he is. But he is going to be the starting running back of a unbelievably diesel offense if Gurley goes down. So if you have Gurley on your team, or even if you have space on your team because you have two defenses for some reason, pick up Malcolm Brown. A handcuff in on a good offense is something that, with you going into the playoffs, is something you need to make sure you have. You have to back up your starters. The time is now. So, recapping just our little discussion here, next year, hopefully, we're going to have this podcast and we're going to be drilling you on making sure you have your draft date as close as possible to your, to your you know, the NFL kickoff. That's one. So these type of Le'Veon Bell situations don't happen. But if you have Le'Veon Bell right now, just drop him. He's yeah, done. it's horrible. I mean, I guess that's the uh, the obvious thing to do right now. I know on the the show when you come on Wednesday mornings on the Joe Rose Show here on five sixty WQAM. One of the questions today, because we taped these on Wednesday, by the way. Uh, one of the questions today was, "What do I do with Le'Veon Bell now?" I didn't even let you answer. The question is, is easy. The answer is very easy to that. Get him off your bleeping team because he's going to do nothing for you the rest of the season. Actually, one guy did text in, and I didn't even ask you on the show, I got to pick up a kicker this week. Should I drop Le'Veon Bell? The answer was, yeah. If you're not in a dynasty league or a keeper league, you Le'Veon Bell has to be dropped yesterday because yeah. once he said he was, once he didn't sign, it's over. Done. It's done And so, you know, just like last year, David Johnson was a top three pick in every draft, and David Johnson got hurt in the first game, and he never played. And then your team was completely toast. done. No, done. If you had Le'Veon Bell and then back it up with Connor, I, I'm just shocked you're still trying. You must have had a really good draft if you're still in it because it's so painful to lose this type of pick. He always averaged basically the first or second pick. So I'm sorry to Le'Veon Bell owners. Um, that sucks, and fantasy sometimes really sucks. Yeah, it sometimes slaps you right in the face, and it did there with Le'Veon Bell. Okay, Le'Veon Bell situation over, early draft situation over. Let's get back to one of my favorite parts of this podcast, favorite parts of just life in general, beating your own chest. Uh, let's get to your uh, recap of Week 10. You had a really good Week 10, so I'm going to give you props for it. Like I said, I beat up nose when he does bad. His nose bleeds all over the place when he does bad. But when he does good... We like to sit back and enjoy that nose candy. So let the world know how your week was last week. Well, let's start off with a nosebleed. Uh-oh. Nosebleed. Okay, so I said to bench Andrew Luck against the Jaguars, and he lit me up for 285 yards and three touchdowns with a pick. I'm now going out there. It took me a long time to say it, but Jacksonville Jaguars defense could be dropped if you had them. Many people picked them to be their first defense to be a pretty big factor um, I'm not a big fan of picking a defense very early, but if you did, this was a miss. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's a miss, and, it, and I'm done with it. After I watched Luck light them up, I'm just simply done with the Jaguars' defense. I also write, uh, recommended Tevin Coleman. Uh, he only had 63 total yards. Not very happy with that. 
And that was really it. That was one of my only nosebleeds, like a clear, a clear nosebleed. That was pretty good. So, it's one of those nosebleeds that you get a little bit of it. You put a little uh, paper towel up your nose, and it's gone after that. But your list has got to be huge for the nose candy. you got a pocket full of nose candy. I'm guessing you're passing out this it's, week. It's a good one. I'm nose candy. Really good one. All right. Your boy, Matty Ice, was a must-start for me this year. Uh, this week. You obviously owned him in uh, your big right. money league. 330 yards and two touchdowns was a wonderful start. I said pick him up and start him. Baker Mayfield. Uh, 216 yards and three touchdowns was a very nice, nice game. Then the with the breakout performance of Aaron Jones versus your Miami Dolphins, oh, God. totaling 172 yards and two touchdowns. This is a guy that was on people's bench is saying, do I start? Do I not start? I said this was a must start. He made me look really good. Um, I said that this is a player that I was just in love with, Juju Schuster-Smith. You love that guy. I love him. Trade for him. I, that's what that discussion was. He immediately gave me a 75-yard touchdown bomb on Thursday Night Football. That was a lot of fun. I recommended that if you were in trouble with tight ends, it was a lot of This people. was your best one of the week, I think. I think so, too. It, it, it was crazy, too, because it's not like one of these two guys, and I'll let you go on in a second, You know, had 180 yards and three touchdowns or anything like that. But in a, it's a position where this year, more than like the last five or six years, there hasn't been that like number. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, if you don't have Kittle out in San Francisco, if you don't have who, – who am I missing here? Who else? Ertz. Ertz. Oh, yeah, Zach Ertz. If you don't have one of those like three guys right now, you're really searching every week. Gronk's been a disaster. Jimmy Graham's a disaster. These guys are disasters. And last week you came up with two names. I had. I thought you were talking about a law firm. I had no idea who you were talking about. The law firm of Vanette and Everett. Yes. Right. Seattle and the Rams tight ends. They both scored touchdowns. I said, pick these guys up if you are in a jam. And man, they, 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 you get in the end zone, it's nose candy no matter what. You could have two catches for 27 yards and a touchdown, and you still get 10 points out of that for the week. It's an, it's nose candy. And it was great last week. If you did listen to that advice, you got a nice little glimpse of nose candy from last week. Absolutely. I also recommended that you either trade for or start Russell Wilson as a buy low candidate. Guy was a top three quarterback last year, has been awful this year. Uh, it was just a, it's just a timing feel. Well, he had a monster game. He had, Three passing touchdowns, 176 yards, but the key was that he had those 92 yards rushing, which just are monster fantasy numbers. So Russell Wilson, yeah, he may not have the weapons that he once did, but he is back and he is starting on your fantasy team. All right, I see you kind of uh, shaking a little bit and getting giddy. Yeah. And I know where this is coming from because if you did listen to the Joe Rose Show here on QIM, uh, you heard what the nose pick of the week was last week. I'm not even gonna, I'm just going to move away from the mic and let you have this next 30 seconds to a minute all by yourself because you totally deserve it. Not only did you give nose candy, but literally it's the biggest piece of nose rock candy I've seen in a while. Well done. Go ahead. The the, it, the mic is yours, nose. I'm winning! Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice when you go out there on a limb and you hit. You know, it, it is. It's like I hit a five-game parlay on this one. So Corey Davis, Tennessee Titans, Western Michigan, fifth pick overall, has been a bust so far. And his last three previous games, he had 90 total yards over three games. Why did I pick Corey Davis? Because he was ready to make the next step against the Patriots. I thought the game was actually going to go in the direction of Brady just throwing all over the place. And then it, it made Mariota throw the ball. But no, the Titans took control and... They use their number one wide receiver, Corey Davis, seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. And it came out of nowhere. He was either on your bench or he was on the waiver wire. 
and I had a, multiple people saying, do I really start this guy after listening to you? I backed it up by saying absolutely yes, and it has been my call of the year so far. It reminds me of when I picked Juju Schuster-Smith last year That's out right. of nowhere, right. who had 210 yards and two touchdowns. This was my big pick. I'm very proud of this one, and I hope to uh, keep that ball rolling. All right, so you beat your chest for Week 10. Well done with the nose candy for that. A few nosebleeds, but you're going to get that each week, but your nose candy definitely outdid uh, your nosebleeds for last week. We're now on to week 11 of the NFL season, like we do here on the podcast every single week. The nose gives us a couple players from each position that pass the sniff test and that fail the sniff test. Let's start this week. Quarterbacks, week 11, that pass the sniff test. Okay, let's have some fun. Do you have Carson Wentz on your team? Well, if you do, you must start him this week. After a bad loss versus the Cowboys, I expect him to be in a shootout against the Saints. The Saints are number one against the rush, which is going to be very troublesome for the Philadelphia Eagles running backs, but they can't stop the pass. And Wentz, coming off a bad loss, is going to have a monster game. This is my DFS play of the week for the quarterback. And if you have him, people were asking already on the show, do I start Wentz versus Goff? Do I start Wentz? I have Wentz starting just about over everybody right now. This is just, again, a matchup that he's going to shine. It's going to be 300-plus yards. It's going to be two to three touchdowns, and it's going to be nose candy. That's I'm a very, nice one right there. Yeah, I'm very confident yep. about that one. Next, Matthew Stafford. You know, He's just due. I just, again, he's been off. I have him due for a big game at home versus the Panthers. I love Marvin Jones this week. It's just a, his, it's a timing thing, and I'm timing this one out where Matthew Stafford is going to have a big game at home. But the big play of the week for me here is Lamar Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's Wednesday. So Joe Flacco could decide he's playing and Harbaugh could say, okay, Flacco's my starter. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Lamar Jackson's show. And why? Because he's going against the horrible, pathetic Cincinnati Bengals defense who is 31st against the run and 32nd. Yeah, that's dead last against the pass. So, man, Harbaugh. Start this guy because he's going to have the best chance of success against this type of team. I love him in this situation. It's just fantasy stats galore because he will run the ball and he will pass the ball. So if you have Lamar Jackson on your team because you speculated that he would be starting this week, I really love to pick him up and start him. And if he's on your waiver wires right now, he should not be because it's trending in the direction that he's going to be the starter soon. Wait till you see Lamar's throw. How come? Worms is a master at aerodynamics, and he designed the javelin to go along with Lamar's limp-wristed throwing style.
All right, Matt Stafford, Carson Wentz, and Lamar Jackson, if he gets the opportunity to play this week, a must-start and a player that passes the sniff test. All right, running backs this week, week 11 of the NFL season that passed the sniff test are? Well, you just mentioned him on your own team that you picked him uh, where Le'Veon Bell went one in your league. I have David Johnson being a DFS special again. If wow, you're gonna nice. spend, if you're I'll gonna, take that. If you're going to spend your money, you're going to spend your money on a star running back wise. It's David Johnson at home versus the Raiders. This is a really, really easy call though, because now Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator. What are you going to do to get yourself a head coaching job? You're going to feed the best player, the ball. I watched the game last week. They started using him like they did last year. This is now trending upward. This is a guy that if you still have time to trade for, I would give up a lot for him just to make your plan, you know, your fantasy playoff run. Big game from David Johnson this week, so you should you should be in good shape. And what other running backs you got this week to pass the sniff test? I'm going back to the well, and I'm scared, but I am going back to Alex Collins for the wow. Baltimore. Yeah, he's he's burned me a few times this That's year. Right. Uh, yes, they have a Montgomery there now, and they still have Buck Allen there, but this is how bad that Bengals defense is. This is a straight play with against the matchup and there again are multiple teams that are on by six teams so you need starters and alex collins is on your team he's on your bench put him in he should get the job done all right well that's good anything else uh, running back wise no let's move on to the wide receivers okay yes alshon jeffrey in the shootout against ah, the Saints. i like it it's this is the type of player who's been every other week he's either good or he's bad last week last two weeks ineffective this week I'm calling the comeback for uh, Alshon Jeffrey. So feel free to start him. It's going to be a good one. I like it. I like, I like Carson Wentz this week, too. I'm glad you said that. But Alshon Jeffrey, due for another big week also. That could be good there. Any other wide receivers? Give me some more wide receivers. Another one that is like, oh, do I start him? Do I not start him? That's what I'm here for. And I'm here to tell you that it is safe now to start Demarius Thomas. He is back. Kiki Kute might be back, but that should not affect your decision. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Probably didn't, but that's Kiki, okay. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Because I want you. Redskins are at home. They're not very good against the pass. You got Norman, who's going to try to lock down. Uh, who's going to lock down Andre Hopkins, which leaves Demarius Thomas available to get a lot of pass, a lot of pass targets. I recommend him this week. All right, so those were the wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks that passed the sniff test. And obviously, if we have players that pass the sniff test, we got to have some that fail the sniff test. Give me a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers this week, week 11 of the NFL season, that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? Yeah, I thought Andy Dalton was going to have a better year this year. And he, you know, we discussed it in one of the first podcasts. We share something special. He's a ginger. I have a daughter that's a ginger. They don't have souls, which makes them some, some like have a little killer instinct or whatnot. <laughs> but this gingivitis has not worked on Andy Dalton at all. He has been so miserable this year. And starting against the Ravens defense is a bad idea. I have him nowhere near the starting lineup. If you have the red rifle, I'd either drop him, pick up Lamar Jackson for him or something. Don't start him. He's unstartable, especially with A.J. Green out. Next, Alex Smith, who actually has a decent matchup. But Alex Smith is just the most boring fantasy quarterback there is. He does not have the weapons like he did last year. No, not even close. Not even close. He's 
putting up barely 150 to 200 yards, maybe a touchdown. He runs a clean offense, but this is not the NFL. This is fantasy, and he's not giving you the stats. So overall, Alex Smith moving forward. Again, I'm actually, he's got a favorable matchup in home. He's played well at home. I just don't like him for fantasy purposes. Any other quarterbacks that uh, fail the sniff test? If you're still thinking about starting Derek Carr, you're basically laughable, and it's a really bad idea. God, what happened to Derek Carr, man? I don't know. Like what? I mean, I know Gruden went there. He's this quarterback guy, and you think you get good things. They trade a Cooper out of there. They're just their team is just so stinky right now. But Derek Carr, man, this is a guy that I would love on my own team. But fantasy wise, I don't want. I don't want to touch this guy. I actually think if Derek Carr went anywhere else, it would be a different situation. I, I completely agree. The offense, the offense line has given up. I mean, Gruden's given up. It's a joke there. So the, the the bottom line is, I actually do like a Raider this week, and we'll get to that in a second. But not Derek Carr. You got to bench him if you're starting him. You're probably not doing so well in your league right now. All right. So running backs this week that failed the sniff test. All right. Well. Josh Adams now is the man in Philly, and uh, he's going to get a lot more carries. And if you own him, it's actually probably a decent piece to have moving forward. But against New Orleans, no good. They are the number one rush defense. So a lot of people are asking me, do I start this guy this week? And my answer is absolutely not. If you have any other player to put in there, I would, because there's still a timeshare there, even though he might get more carries. And now you're sort of excited about him being the man there. The Notre Dame alum should not be started this week. Also, Dalvin Cook. This is a guy who I said last week you must trade for, and I still hold to that because his weeks 14 through 16, which are the fantasy playoffs, are the biggest cupcake schedule I've ever seen. But that being said, he's going against that Bears defense. Yeah, really good Bears defense. Really good Bears defense. So – I don't think he's going to get all the carries. I still think uh, Murray is going to take some of the carries there. So this is not the week. I understand you have to start Dalvin Cook if you have him in many situations. I guess this is me scaling your expectations about what he's going to provide. What you're going to get from him this right. week. Yeah. yeah. So if you do have maybe a loaded stack team or if you're in a 10-team league and you have the availability of keeping him on the bench this week, I would probably recommend that. That's, yeah. that's how tough this defense is. Yeah, I know a lot of people even last uh, week in my league trying to get Dalvin Cook from the guy who had Dalvin Cook on his team. But it is funny how you're more looking forward to the, the weeks 14, 15, and 16 in the playoffs and not this week coming up. A lot of people don't think that way in fantasy football. It's, it's funny you bring that up because if your team is really good right now or you're in, in my league, the top four teams make the playoffs and there's a fight for the fourth seed. Every, one, two, and three basically set already, but there's a fight for that fourth seed. And no one's really thinking about 14, 15, 16, except for the number one seed in my league. He is totally built for that 14, 15, and 16, and not for now. Uh, I mean, and for now also, but everyone else kind of now fighting for this week. So that is kind of funny. Last week was get Dalvin Cook, grab Dalvin Cook, do, sell sell your car for Dalvin Cook. And this week it's, eh, hold off on Dalvin Cook. Well, next week, to tease it a little bit, we're going to get into a hardcore playoff strategies at this for next week. That's called a radio tease, by the way. It was you a, just did. You well see, done. I'm really getting you. Are I'm, well I'm, done, though. Well okay. done. Yeah. We're we're going to get into really what it takes to win your fantasy league and how you could maximize on your roster. We're talking about picking up defenses that are going to be matching up for weeks 14 through 16, and and but again, that's next week because it's a little premature. Sure. Pe- People are close to being ready to know where you are in terms of your playoffs, but that's next week. 
Anyway, one more. Jordan Howard is uh, not performing as well as ho- people had hoped. Disappointment, man. Yeah. He, another guy, just bores me. There's just something about his game that is not built for the nose. Let's just say that. And this week he's going against the Vikings rush defense that it's not great. Uh, last week I actually recommended Terry Cohn. He did have a touchdown, but the rabbi, yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't put him in my rant because he didn't have the biggest game. But I like him more than Howard, and especially this week. If you start Howard, don't expect much. All right, those are the running backs that fail the sniff test uh, for Week Eleven. Let's go to wide receivers. Give me a couple wide receivers this week that you do not recommend that fail the sniff test. I'll break this down pretty quickly. Uh, Devin Funches for the Carolinas going against Green Bay. He's just not startable. I know he's a number one. I don't like anybody on that Carolina offense besides Christian McCaffrey. Of course. And Cam Newton gets his. I'm not his biggest fan, but um, any wide receivers on that team, it's a complete crapshoot. And Greg Olson is just right now limited. He's the guy that's going to get you five for 68, and you're lucky if you get the touchdown. You need him to get in the end zone, yeah. So Devin Funches shouldn't be starting. Um, Tyler Boyd is the number one right now in the Bengals, and we discussed the Red Rifle. He's going against a lockdown defense in the Ravens. I just don't like anything about Cincinnati's offense uh, this week. And last, if you're starting a Raiders wide receiver, might as well just go home. (laughs) Just go home. People are asking me, should I be starting Bryant? And, yes, the guy can break – so off something proper, but no, it, it's a bad bet. Basically, every Raider besides Doug Martin this week. Doug Martin, I happen to think, is a decent start, so you could give him a ride because he's going against a bad rush defense, but otherwise... Do stay not, away from the Raiders. Stay away from the Raiders. Yeah, that's that's good. That's uh, good observation there. All right, so those are the players that fail the sniff test for Week 11 of the NFL season. This is Zach and the Nose podcast. It's Week 11 of the NFL season. Uh, we are getting you all prepared and getting you really prepared for the playoffs as well. All right, we heard your nose pick of the week from last week. Obviously, you hit a home run with that. Lots and lots of nose candy earlier in the uh, podcast here as well. This week's nose pick of the week uh, I already saw it on the sheet of paper, uh, but I want you to let the world know this week's nose pick of the week is... It's the nose pick of the week. Brandon Cooks. Rams, Monday Night Football. It's going to be a great game. Should be a great game. High-scoring game. I was real nervous about this pick, but fortunately they moved the game in a time for our podcast Sure, for me to recommend it because I had him being the nose pick of the week, but in that Mexican... Uh, oh, my see God, the-, the stadium was terrible. Right. I, mean, I actually think Central Park's football fields are, are well more well-groomed than the field that they were going to have, more than likely the biggest regular season game we've seen in like a decade right. for the and, NFL. They, and everyone was going to be- get benched. You know, Todd Gurley was coming out saying, I'm not going to play in this yep. game. Yeah. Why would you at that point? There's no there's no point of that. But the game is going to be in the Coliseum in L.A. Uh, there's still going to be a little bit of the smoke factor also. But this really should be a high-scoring game, a fun game to watch. And stinks, too, because you're going to have to stay up late on Monday night to watch this whole game. And then I'm going to have to come in early uh, Tuesday morning and do the show. Yes, you will. But the, the little logic behind this one is that uh, Goff likes to go big. He likes to throw the long ball. And... Cooper Cup is now out for the year, which is a killer injury on fantasy. This guy was really good. Uh, Robert Woods is one of my favorite fantasy guys, as I've said multiple times. But he's not a guy who's streaking down the field. He's more of a possession slot receiver guy. Brandon Cooks is going to get the opportunity to catch me some 50-yard touchdowns. 
and I'm expecting him to at least have one. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, it's going to be 100-plus yards. It's going to be a bomb touchdown for the leagues that get bonus points for those long touchdowns. It is going to be a special night for him. So, especially if you have a DFS league and you want your Monday night action, you have to put him in. He's a must-play. Obviously, if in your uh, season-long leagues, you're starting him. Brandon Cooks. Nose pick of the week. I like it. Week 11 of the NFL season coming up here in a couple days. Should be a lot of fun. You got your nose pick of the week. We got your players that pass and fail the sniff test. Uh, Like Nose said earlier, uh, we are going to talk about the playoff strategies next week here on the podcast, what you can do to look forward to the next couple weeks. Last week, Nose teased you with the Dalvin Cook stuff, and he obviously said sit him this week. But for the weeks coming up after this, it's going to be a good play, a big play, especially in that playoff run. I can't believe we're almost in the playoffs here in fantasy football. It happens so fast. Right? It always does. Fantasy happens. The NFL, college football, it's just like a bat of the eye. It's so quick. And then... We're into Boringville there after. You know? I know, right? Oh, the God, dog days of summer. Oh, oh God, God. I know, I know, I know. All right. Well, that'll do it for us here on the podcast, Zach and the Nose Podcast. It's week 11 of the NFL season, volume six of the podcast. Like I always tell you, volume six, even though we probably have nine volumes in uh, the computer right now, the first three did not get put up. Uh, more like practice runs for us. It was the preseason. How about that? It was the preseason for Zach and the Nose Podcast. Um, so we have a lot more coming up in the next couple of weeks for you, Nose. As always, thank you for uh, spreading your knowledge. It's been fun. To the people. And we're going to keep going. And I'm planning on having a special podcast over the next few weeks to get you guys really ready to dominate, win your championship, talk mad smack to your boys, and make some money all at the same time. Another radio tease there. You really are getting this. I'm trying. I'm really learning from from the best. Oh, who's that? Hollywood. Yeah, definitely Hollywood. Hollywood hates the podcast, too. I don't know why. He's never listened to it, but uh, he hates it. Oh, because I'm in it. He's he's one of those miserable people, huh? Oh, he's a miserable... Oh, God, is he miserable. You ever ever have that guy in your... your, Or the gal that that you know that's the dark cloud of the... Uh, of the crew. Wah, wah, wah. He is the dark cloud of the... Uh, he's the dark cloud of WQAM. I could actually just say that uh, right there. Uh, Man, you are one pathetic loser. The best part is he'll never hear this, so that's no, great. He doesn't, right. And I don't even give a bleep if he F does. Him. Yeah, F him, exactly. <laughs> All right, that's the nose. I am Zach Krantz from the Joe Rose Show here on 560 WQAM. Download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, Google Play or iTunes, doesn't matter. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbor. Knock at your neighbor's door right now. Go right now after you hear this, knock at your neighbor's door and ask them if they heard volume six of the podcast. Because if they haven't yet, they're really missing out. All right, Nose, have a good week. Hopefully, uh, you will be some more nose candy for next week and uh, no nosebleeds uh, to help the people out to get to the week 12 of the NFL season, getting you a lot closer to the playoffs. That'll do it for us. We'll talk to you next week. Remember, every Thursday we post this podcast somewhere between 8 and 9 a.m. whenever one of my lazy producers actually gets it up for us there. Have a good weekend, everyone. And like I always tell you, unless you're playing me, have a good week in fantasy football. It's Zach and the News.